Welcome to the Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. My name is Dr. Adriana Popescu. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and leader in the field of mental health, energy psychology, addiction, trauma, and empowerment. In this podcast, we will be exploring mental health from a variety of perspectives from the spiritual to the shamanic and beyond. What if mental illness isn't everything we think it is? What if everything we see as a pathology is actually a possibility? What else is possible with mental health? Hi everyone, Dr. Adriana Popescu with you again for another episode of Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. Today I'm very excited to have with us Manohar Croak. She is the author of the book entitled Energy Psychology Using Light and Color opening body-mind pathways to relieve traumatic stress and enhance psychological well-being with esogetic color puncture. She directs the U.S. Esogetic Color Puncture Institute and has taught this body-mind method of color acculite therapy to alternative healers and psychotherapists nationwide for over 26 years. Manohar has also maintained a private practice since 1992 and currently practices in Boulder, Colorado. She has a master's degree in transpersonal psychology and is trained in trauma resolution therapy, as well as a system of spiritual inquiry called the diamond logos approach, in which different color frequencies are associated with different aspects of being. As a Colorado unlicensed psychotherapist and certified life coach, she combines counseling and coaching with the power of light and color to assist her clients in whole person healing nervous system regulation, and realigning with their soul path information. I'm so excited to talk with Manohar. Welcome. Thank you so much. Lovely to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us, like I always like to hear from people in the beginning, tell us about yourself, your story. How did you find yourself doing this work? Uh, How I found myself doing this work. Okay, well, many years ago, close to 20 years ago, Uh, or 30 years ago, I was at an ashram in India and the man who developed this system of called color puncture was invited there to teach. So I first started learning it then. And the reason he was invited is because it's very much of a body mind system and it really works with the unconscious and really does help, you know, align people more deeply with who they are. So I became interested in it then, and then I came back to America and started my practice and started teaching it to all kinds of people, um, acupuncturists, massage therapists, naturopaths, all, all kinds of alternative healers, and also more and more, because my background is in psychology, more and more I had psychotherapists coming into the work. So... Yeah. Fabulous. And so tell us more about this name, Esogetic. What does that mean? Uh, The man who developed this system is named Peter Mandel, and he's a naturopath in Germany. And he coined that term to describe his work. It's a combination of the words esoteric and energetic. So it's esogetic. Yeah. And what exactly do you do with this modality? It sounds like you're working with acupuncture points. Is that right? Exactly. It's working, well, not just acupuncture points. I mean, there's 
there's uh, zones on the skin and points pulled from various systems, uh, you know, reflexology, kinesiology, acupuncture, all that. Um, so, and essentially what color puncture involves is sending colored, specific colored light frequencies in through points and zones on the skin in order to uh, affect certain things, you know, and, and there's a very large body of treatments and doing anything from activating your dreaming to uh, for the purposes of your healing, uh, regulating your nervous system and parts of the brain that are especially involved in trauma, like the amygdala. And um, that's my cat's tail. <laughs> Just yes, we're, we're a pet friendly podcast. Mine is sitting right next to me as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, all kinds of things treating prenatal trauma. Uh, you know, I can describe it in more depth, but that's essentially what it is. And just to show people, I use a tool like this. Uh, and you can see when I turn it on, it's a, got a glass rod inserted in this pen light that is emitting a certain frequency. So I can apply that to an acupoint on the skin and send that light frequency down into the body. Wow, that's so cool. So how, for a lot of our listeners and viewers have actually are familiar with some of the other Meridian based kinds of therapies like tapping, for example, yeah. right? Acupressure. How is this, the, the use of light different? Like what, mm -hmm. what's different about it and what effect is it creating? Um, I would say the difference is that when you're tapping points, you know, or doing acupressure or different systems like that, you're moving the energy along the meridian and then helps unblock and support improved flow of energy, which is what EFT and TFT and all these systems do. The difference with the color treatment is the way we see it you're not just sending energy along those meridians, you're sending new information because every frequency of light is a signal that's conveying specific information into the system. So how, how do you know which frequencies of light to use, right? Because I know you have like all the different colors, there's probably all kinds of variations. How do you determine um, what frequency to use with someone? Okay, so the whole system was based on extensive research and also empirical research in Peter Mandel's clinic with these colors. And there is a certain understanding, for example, if you think about how red, just envision that you're in a, in a field of red, it has a very different effect on you than if you were in a field of blue. Can you feel that? Yeah. So uh, there's a certain understanding that comes from a lot of research of how each of these color frequencies affect us. Um, and Peter Mandel did further research on that. So like, for example, red is helpful for blood circulation and uh, blue is very calming. Like we use blue for treatments for insomnia because it really sedates the system, you know? 
Um, so each of the colors have uh, specific effects. That's one thing. But then the other thing is that over for over 30 years, this naturopath named Peter Mandel has been developing these treatments. And there's a really a wide variety of treatments and very specific treatments. And for each treatment, it's he has predetermined which color you put on which point in which order in a sequence of points. So he's really wanting you to send a specific signal into the body to, for example, regulate the amygdala, right? Or help the two hemispheres of the brain communicate better through the corpus callosum, that kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. So if we were, yeah. So if we're looking at like a mental health condition, something like, let's say first depression or anxiety, I definitely want to talk about trauma as well, but yeah. something like depression, anxiety, we see this so much with clients who come see us in our offices um, or online these days. Um, how do you, how would you work with something like that? What would a, a typical treatment look like? Okay. Well, the first thing is um, we teach, I would very carefully assess that person's energy information situation. Where are they blocked? And, and um, how, what kind of treatments are needed? And in this system, we do that partly by taking um, a Kirlian photograph. That's a picture of the light emission around the fingers and toes of the client. And this same naturopath, Peter Mandel, has developed a whole way of reading those photos to see where things might be blocked. And we palpate certain points on the body. We look at the face and the tongue, you know, as in uh, acupuncture and naturopathy, we look at the iris. We have a whole set of diagnostics we do. So based on that, I would figure out what is, how is this client's system body-mind system dysregulated in such a way that they're having anxiety. Now that might start by with treating and regulating their endocrine system. We put a big emphasis on properly regulating the endocrine system and the autonomic nervous system. And then it, the other thing about this approach is that we see that uh, everybody walks their own individual path to get to where they are now, right? So we don't just, while we do have some clear treatments for depression or anxiety, we also want to look at, well, what was this person's history, developmental, going back to the womb and when they came into this life, and might that be affecting their state of anxiety? Might there be ancestral trauma information being handed down. So then we look at, we call that the background or the roots of the situation. And we will then also follow that thread it back. And we may need to do prenatal treatments or, you know, different specific treatments involving putting lights on specific points to help bring up and release these old subconscious imprints that are contributing to the client's current state of anxiety. Right. You're basically using energy to treat stuck and blocked energies, right? Allowing them to release. 
and then the body can heal itself. Like to me, that's like a very basic principle of naturopathy and traditional Chinese medicine, right? Yeah, I would say what is so remarkable and still so remarkable to me about light and color is the frequencies of light have this very unique way of going in to the subconscious and surfacing these things. So someone will get a light treatment and they'll have, uh, let's see, I'll give you an example of someone I was treating for prenatal trauma and partway through the, the session, they said, I keep hearing someone singing, right? So I sent that person home and she asked her mother and her mother said, oh my God, the obstetrician just kept singing through your whole birth. It drove me nuts. So all kinds of really unusual and interesting memories and feelings come to the surface very easily when you use light and color. And is there any theory behind like, why do these, why do some of these energies imprint? Like, why is it that they get stuck? And then people don't even know, you know, it's like in the subconscious or it's like deep in the body somewhere. Does, does, does the work you do talk about the origins of this stuff? Yeah, I, I guess one way to say it is when you work with light and you think about healing with light, um, first of all, there's no separation between soul, spirit, spirit, soul, body, right? Um, the universe is made of electromagnetic frequencies. It consists of what David Bohm calls a hall, a constant hollow movement or ocean of wavelengths. And inside the body, uh, biophysicists have shown that our cells communicate by emitting little particles of light they call biophotons. So what happens with trauma or these kind of uh, stresses is that they block the healthy flow of your information. And by that, in esogetics, we mean you and everyone comes in with a unique, it, we call it a life script that you come in with, a unique set of information that will help guide you through your life. And when you have traumas and things like that, it distorts the flow of information and blocks it so that the person can no longer get in touch with that information. And some things that happen early on, like for example, when you're in the womb and let's say your mother didn't necessarily want you, right? Those imprints are put in so early that the person comes to think of them as part of who they are right? Then they can spend their life trying to prove that they ought to be wanted, you know, trying to make it okay. And that's not even who they are or why they're here, but it got imprinted so early. So I don't know if that explains it, but it's blockages in the flow of their natural information that we want to clear and correct. And what I love about this pro approach, along with so many of the other modalities we've explored on this podcast, is that thing you said, that there is no separation between body, mind, spirit, that it's all comes down to energy. Energy mm -hmm. moves and flows and shifts and is malleable. Um, and this whole reductionist kind of Western medicine, 
and Western psychiatry approach, you know, where they're looking at like, you know, neurotransmitters, all they're looking at is like neurotransmitters or, you know, parts of the brain that are activated or not activated. And this is so much more comprehensive than that. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I would say it's not just energy from my point of view, it's information and energy that get blocked. Um, but yeah, the, I think the reason I got so involved with this work is because this is a naturopath who developed it and he was working with very sick people, but he came to the conclusion that he could not heal them by just addressing symptoms, right? That there is always in the background, all the histories held in the subconscious of that person's whole journey and that the treatments and the work must also address that. And that for me is what's so <clears throat> you know, valuable about it and why the people I've trained who are psychotherapists find it such an excellent adjunct therapy to yeah. the other things they're doing. Yeah, so tell us more about that, I'm curious. So if I'm a psychotherapist and, and I have a client who's come again for something like depression or anxiety or unresolved trauma, mm -hmm. PTSD or something, what would a typical session look like? Well, the way I see it, I mean, first of all, it depends on the skill set of that psychotherapist, right? Um, I've trained a lot of people who do EMDR and combine it with that you know, and for example, so, and uh, so they're structuring the session partly according to their other skills. Um, they will do some of the, what I call esogetic assessment that they learn of how to assess the person's situation as I described, you know, what is blocked in their, what's not, what needs support in the bodily systems and what's blocked in the subconscious from an esogetic point of view. And then they will, someone might do a, do a little light treatment first and then do their processing work with that client, right? Or at the end of the session, do some light to help them further integrate what was processed in the session. For example, I mean, among other things, we do place emphasis on balancing communication between the two hemispheres of the brain. So uh, one might do those light treatments to facilitate improved communication before doing EMDR, which is all about that. So I see it for psychotherapists as an adjunct therapy, you know. Um, I do feel it offers something that EFT, you know, the tapping techniques do not because it adds the information that light provides, right? And then it really depends. I mean, there are very simple treatments that I've described in my book. Here's my book. You say it's not looking backwards. It looks uh, forward when I'm looking at it. We'll see how it comes out on the recording, but it definitely it shows us forward. Yeah, it's a fabulous book and a thick book too. There's a lot of material in yeah. there. I put in a lot of treatments because I wanted people to start to see some things they could try out, you know, to see if they wanted to learn this system. They're all kind of initial or beginning treatments, but like, per, for example, you know, you say depression, um, 
a treatment might involve points on the face to regulate the, the limbic brain and the pituitary, right? And that can really help balance somebody's emotional state and help them. Sometimes we're working with things like, let's see, regulating a couple of points for the uh, hypothalamus and the corpus callosum. And what that means is then the person is better able to process their emotional situation. That's, sorry, I'm pointing to points, but um, you know, if you regulate their pituitary and also help the two hemispheres of the brain communicate, then they're able to take in their whole world situation and process it in a more balanced way emotionally, right? And that can help with depression or anxiety, you know. So really depends, might be just a couple minutes doing light. Um, or if someone gets into really working with prenatal trauma, that might be, you know, 15 minutes of light in the session. So yeah, there's really such a wide variety of treatments, you know. Yeah, fascinating. And then do people tend to feel a shift or something different after the first session? Do you typically work with people, you know, across a series? Like, or is it, is it really just individualized case by case? Yeah, um, I usually work with people over a period of time. And I usually, and, and this is what the Kirlian photographs are great for, you know, I can show them the state of imbalance in their situation. They can literally see it visually. And I just explained that that took a while to happen and it's not going to instantaneously in one treatment shift. So yeah, it takes, it takes some series of treatments and you're kind of peeling things back layer by layer. So you might do some initial regulating of their hormonal system or their lymphatic system, which we're very interested in, something like that. And then deeper issues might begin to surface, right? Childhood memories or things like that. And then we'll work with that. So yeah, it does take some time. And people not only can work with you directly in the session, they can also do some of this on their own, right? At home, yeah. for example. That is one of the things that I really value about this system is that there are a lot of self-care uh, methods. Um, we use certain crystals. Um, let me see, I'll show you a couple of crystals here. These are specially designed crystals. I don't know if you can see that. It's inlaid with a certain holographic design and it has a certain color to it. And we have instructions for laying those on points on the body. And then the client can just rest with those there. And that is something, some of that they can do at home. Um, we, one of the things I really love is the dream work, which is a whole system of treatments to activate people's dreaming and the idea of that is that's one way you can get your inner information to come through for you. And it comes through in a safe way because it's like you're not gonna traumatize people 
by moving things too quickly because your dreams are going to package your information in symbols that you will then unravel in your own time, right? And um, so I show my clients how to treat zones on the body that will activate dreaming. Here, for example, I'll show you um, if you'd like to see. Oh yeah, I love it. I love seeing all the stuff. Yes, please. Okay. So this is an oil that I sell on my website that uh, Peter Mandel developed. It's got 20 set, 24 different essential oils in it. Comes with a little pamphlet of instructions. And we'll take that oil and I'm gonna rub it in this little area just on the inner side of the wrist. Now, we've got the pericardium, heart meridian, things like that running there. And then after I put the oil on, I take my light and I'm gonna use the color orange. Orange is the color of joy, okay? And I'm going to apply it, I'm gonna color in this zone with light, right? Kind of spiraling back and forth and coloring that in. So that's called the zone of joy. A very good one I have people work with if they have depression, you know, and uh, helps their optimism in their outlook. At the same time, it also helps relieve certain things in the body like if people are very cold, it'll increase their circulation and help them get warmer, you know. So that's, I love these dream zones and we have them on different areas and they have, each dream zone has a very specific uh, meaning or target. Like this was about joy and another one can be about fear, you know, or letting go. And those are great things for people to work with at home, especially now. You know, that's what I feel. Yeah, I've been wondering too. Yeah, in this time of, you know, shutdown and the pandemic and everything, how have you been working with clients? Yeah, I work, I, I don't have my office open right now. I, I work by Zoom. I do consultations. I can give people things to do that way. And I also teach online classes. And just for example, about the dreaming I've lately been teaching, uh, in addition to the basic professional training, I've been teaching kind of special topic workshops that I feel are appropriate for this time. And one of the things that greatly strengthens your immune system is if you are dreaming and you're getting enough sleep. So I taught a whole uh, self-care workshop on that. You know? Wonderful. Wonderful. And we're going to give people links to all of all of the resources um, that you have, which is wonderful. I wanted to ask about one more area that I work with a lot, which is that of addictions. What um, can you tell us a little bit about how you might and, and have worked with people who have addiction issues? Yeah. And thank you for asking that. And I mentioned that in my book, that that is an area that that Peter Mandel has developed a whole set of treatments for. And once again, what I say in the beginning of that is we don't claim that those treatments are going to completely cure addiction. And we, would, we work with the client. We want to make sure that they're getting proper. That's what I tell my students. You know, Make sure they're getting proper uh, support from trained addiction specialists. 
but then these treatments can help. So some of those treatments are uh, treating points on the body, again, that regulate the parts of the brain, the brain's reward system, and also uh, regulating the belly brain nervous system, you know, to make sure we've got a healthy production of dopamine and serotonin and those kinds of things. And then also uh, treatments of a more esoteric nature, but that are, uh, okay, this is, this is from astrology, if anyone's into astrology, because that is incorporated into the system. And we treat points to do with Neptune, which is one of the ruling planets. And Neptune is often, Neptune dysregulation is often associated with addiction tendencies, you know? So we do kind of psycho-spiritual treatments that help people with addiction. I would say also a really important thing with addiction is to help people realign with who they are, right? Really help them get back in touch, like I said, with their potential for creativity and their, uh, just their inner guidance about their life path. And so we'll do particular light treatments that help uh, support that. Oh, and lastly, of course, we'll do detox treatments. We have treatments that help the body detox. Um, yeah, that's really fascinating. And I love that you're addressing the spiritual piece because I do think that that gets overlooked quite a bit, you know, especially by more traditional treatment paradigms. And um, with addiction, especially, you know, what I see with my clients is they are so disconnected from themselves. You know, they've really taken on this kind of identity of I'm the loser addict or whatever it is. And they get cut off. There's so many of the clients who end up at the rehab where I work, it's like by the time they get to, you know, to where they need to go to rehab, they're alone in their room with the curtains drawn, just depressed and miserable and just drinking all day or high all day. And, and really, yeah, yeah. And so knowing that there's ways to heal them with, with your techniques is really, really amazing. And, and, and to me inspires hope. Yeah. And like I say, I don't claim it as totally healing. I really think someone needs proper addiction specialist care group and individual therapy and things like that, you know, Sure. but then this can really help them. I wanted to mention, this is one other tool that we use. It's kind of very, I, there's actually an addiction relationship to this. Um, another thing that Peter Mandel did is he, he became interested in the way that brain waves uh, are in dysregulation of brain waves is involved in all kinds of health issues we have. So he started writing these, what we call induction programs that are aimed at a specific issue like insomnia, like addiction, like depression. And these are about 30 minute long uh, programs that involve cycling through a pattern of brain waves. And this is another uh, tool that can be used at home. I really advise that if anyone wants to get one, they get a proper consultation, that they don't just buy it. But it's like a little remote control and it's hooked to armbands that you put on the wrist and then you select a program 
let's say a program for sleep or a program for depression. And the client can use it at home, run this program for about 30 minutes, and it's helping to regulate that issue with communication of brainwaves. That's so cool. Yeah, and we know now there's so much, even research science is finally catching up too. All the research on with like the EEGs and the MRIs and they can see what's going on with people's brains and brain waves and what's you know irregular and, and all that stuff. So yeah. have technologies that actually then can treat those imbalances and then we can see like the before and after, you know, is, is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, Peter Mandel really has done some very interesting things. You know? Fascinating stuff. Yeah. We should include a link to, to his work as well. I think that would be yeah. really cool. Yeah. 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 So, um, anything else you want to share with us? I know you do lots of different modalities. You've told us a bit about, um, the esogetics and, you know, color puncture with the acu, the, your little, um, pen there, which is so cool. Um, anything else you want to share with us that you have found really helpful in working with your clients? Yeah. And working with myself. Right? Yes, of course. Yes. First and foremost. First and foremost. Yes. Um, I'm just so fascinated with the capacity and the, the effects of light and color. So Another area that I've really studied into is something called the diamond work. It's a system of spiritual inquiry, and it's partly based on the teachings of the Sufis. And in that tradition of the Sufis, they describe different aspects of your being, like your courage or your will, you know, certain what we call essential aspects of you relate to different color frequencies. It's very fascinating. And so I work with that and helping people to tune into those frequencies and uh, begin to be able to better receive the frequencies of their being, you know, which is again, who you were intended to be, what your true potential is. So I, I like that work very much too. And Wonderful. just, yeah, different meditations with colors, tuning into color and uh, seeing what comes up and processing it. Because every color, you know, I mean, I'll give you another example. Imagine for a moment that you're walking in a deep green forest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can just feel how that frequency affects you. It's very easing. It's very, you know, so, so different color frequencies have different effects on our whole sense of presence, our whole awareness, our whole inner experience. And I just like continuing to explore that. Yeah. I mean, even the colors that we choose to wear, the colors that Absolutely. we paint our walls and decorate our homes with, right? All of that has an impact. All of that has an impact. I think an interesting thing that people may not realize is that the restaurant industry realized a long time ago that if they paint the walls of the restaurant in yellows or slightly orangey yellows, it increases appetite. Clever. So <laughs> designers are thinking about what colors and you know painting your 
your bedroom in a, a blue or a violet or some kind of cool color. Remember warm and cool colors from grade school, right? That that helps people sleep. You know, those are very relaxing colors. So yeah, what you wear, all kinds of things like that. Really, really fascinating stuff. So Manohar, if people want to find out more about all these different techniques, find out more about you and your work, how can they do that? Okay, so my website is www.colorpuncture, one word, and that's American spelling, C-O-L-O-R-P-U-N-C-T-U-R-E dot org, colorpuncture.org. And they will find my book for sale there. They'll find various of the tools I've described um, and they'll find more information about me, my blog posts and uh, classes. And I do have a class coming up in February called an online introduction to energy psychology using light and color, you know, and uh, then there are the professional trainings. So that's, that's where they ought to go info or colorpuncture.org. Wonderful. And we'll add that and all the other links to the show notes. Um, I want to thank you for taking the time to be with us today and letting people know the magic that's possible using color and light. Super grateful to have had you. Any final words you want to leave us with? Um, May we all be accompanied and protected and cared for by the light. Beautiful. Thank you, Manohar. And thank you, everybody who tuned in today. If you like this podcast, please do share it, like, comment, do all those things so that we can get this information into the hands of the people who are searching for it. I'm your host, Dr. Adriana Popescu. See you next time on Kaleidoscope of Possibilities. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. This has been Dr. Adriana Popescu. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe and share with others. To find out more about me, my guests, and more, please visit my website at adrianapopescu.org. See you next time.